everybody. Welcome to Chicken and the Nuggets, your number one podcast about chicken and the Denver Nuggets. Joining me, as always, is our uh, very special co-host, Noah Reynolds, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, yeah. Thank you, Jacob, um, yes. for having me. Um, but you're also joining me. Yes, so I am joining don't you. Don't forget that. We are in your new humble abode. Uh, we are recording during the halftime of the Denver Nuggets versus San Antonio Spurs. Uh, basketball game. It might game. be a basketball game. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem like it so far, certainly, but certainly for, for some reason, something. I'm not worried about the Nuggets. I don't know if I'm an uh, idiot. Yeah, well, certainly, it certainly doesn't seem like professional basketball is being played out there yes. currently. Certainly seems like, certainly seems like some sort of... Um, Schoolyard certainly seems like what we're watching right now at the halftime show. Yes. A bunch of schoolgirls playing. There's a bunch of schoolgirls playing basketball. Which is not to say that we don't deserve more and um, coverage. And I think uh, better defense. So we'll see if any of these girls yeah. can get on the roster yeah. for the second and, half. And also, this is not to say again that more than forty percent of athletes aren't are women, and that they don't get you know only ten percent of the coverage. But that's not what we're going to be talking about today. No. Um, um, and first of all, Jacob, congratulations. Newly married. Thank um, you. Everybody on, on the a more, show. On a more positive note. Yeah. Yeah. I um, recently yeah, we got know married. You hate women's sports. Yes. yes. More positive note. Um, Jacob, um, how does it feel? Welcome to the show, first of all. Chicken yes. and the Nuggets. Yes. Show about chicken and the Denver Nuggets. Uh, it feels great. Uh, me and my fiance uh, eloped in Las Vegas. Lost wages, I hear. Uh-huh. Lost what wages. in Las Vegas? They stay in uh, Las Vegas. Yeah. You heard that one? Mm-hmm. Okay. That is good. Uh, you guys could use that at home for other uh, for other situations. Uh, I did get married in Las Vegas, so I've been gone for the whole weekend. Didn't even notice. Yeah, about five days. Noah's been crying uh, in his room the entire time. Uh-huh. Uh, My one bedroom apartment. Yes, that's right. Honestly, uh, probably the best weekend I've had ever in my life. So, wow. um, well, moving on. Yep. Shout um, out to Las Vegas. We, um, I didn't do anything yes. and, um, I'm still sort of out there waiting for the one. And, um, um, yeah. And that's going to be our main point. This episode is that, uh, <laughs> Noah's still out there looking for his significant other. My sort of Cinderella never mm-hmm. saw the movie. Um, but I know people say that. Yes. Um, Jacob, um, yeah. I'm very happy for you. We're all very happy for you. Thank yada, you. yada, thank yada. Thank you, listeners. Thank um, you, thank I you, love, listeners. Love, you I am know. older now. I'm wearing a ring. I have a ring on. Just noticed that. Um, you decided to get a girl's ring, I saw. No, that's a smiley face. Jacob got okay. a girl's ring. Interesting. Um, he got a ring meant for the littlest tiny toe on a pretty little dainty little girl and he put it on his finger, but yeah. that's cool. And, uh, uh, we decided to change our name, Noah. Uh, oh, yeah. we are now it. both the, uh, Bates Diops. Okay. Cool. <laughs> we are Jacob, Jacob and Miriam Bates, Bates Diop. Bates Diop. Uh, so shout out to the Bates Diops for letting us, uh, join the family. That's huge. 
But that we are in. Well, you have to shout out the Bates and the Diops individually. Yes, too. yes. Uh, actually, it's it's hyphenated, but it's one family. So oh, right. It, okay. It's not two. So, um, uh, I did. Uh, I wanted to talk about my trip a little bit, Noah. Oh God, please, we're all dying here. First, the day, the night before my elopement, uh, we went to a little little magic show called Chris Angel Mind Freak. Okay, and knowing your guys's heritage, are you sure it wasn't? Chris Angel? Yes. No, it was Chris Angel, okay, uh, cool. literally the whitest person I've ever seen in my life. Interesting. All right. Uh, and first of all, it was great uh, walking in because he has his own theater, which is hilarious. Sure. Teatro. It's, it's the uh, Chris Angel Theater. Yeah. Teatro de Chris Angel. I bought tickets the day before, Noah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I, I <laughs> we were literally back row, right? And then uh, some guy comes up. It's like, hey, do you guys want to go sit down there right Whoa. before the show started? And it was Chris Angel who came up. Yeah. He <laughs> was like, hey, what's that behind your ear? Yeah. Oh, it's upgraded tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on the ticket? It's me. Yeah. It's a video of me upgrading you. And so uh, I know this doesn't have shit to do with anything, but uh, everyone go see Chris Angel, Mind Freak. We, uh, Vegas Magic, they didn't know we got eloped or anything, but they still upgraded us. So we were four rows uh, in front of of uh the stage the mind freak essentially of the mind freak we could see uh the strings that he was using just <laughs> kidding can't see them that's no, how good he that's is good. and uh are, are you familiar with the mind freak yeah i used to watch his show all the fucking time yeah obviously i'm familiar with the mind freak i watched his um mtv cribs yeah he has a mural in his wall um, where it's dripping down blood and then he used <laughs> his own blood to kind of drip down it's a whole thing um, he has a great house. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I tell all the listeners to just buy tickets to Chris Angel. Yes. Mind free. Cause that's something all our listeners can do. Cause they're all managers at an HVAC company. Yeah. Cause so. everybody's mm. just rolling in it. We can all just buy rings and go to Las Vegas for a bunch of days. All right. Noah's going through Jesus a lot of stuff Christ. during this halftime of the Denver Nuggets. Uh, but I'm going through a lot of stuff in general in my life, but I'm happy that we can be here and celebrate your fucking wonderful uh <laughs> most important time yes. ever. Yep, that's right. And then um but so back to Chris Angel. So he's he's killing it, right? Doing these tricks. Crush. He's looking like a fucking uh hot topic manager coming out with he still has skinny ass black pants with bedazzles all over him. Yes. He's making doves come out of everywhere and uh we're we're you know, the audience is wet. And then uh but then he does this fucking Weird trick, right? So Wait, he does a weird trick. Well, it doesn't so, sound like Chris. <laughs> so this is what he does, Noah. I wanted to tell you so bad. So he, he brought up six different ladies from the audience, right? Mm-hmm. Two very attractive girls who were, we saw in our section sitting by themselves, plants. Yes. And then oh. uh, a couple other kind of less attractive um, women. Uh, yeah, five, yes, yeah. yes. And uh, they seem also like plants, honestly. <laughs> Uh, which is the other funny part. So there's, he's up there. He's doing these. He's doing like a bar theme all of a sudden. Like it's a nightclub. Oh, cool. And and he does the thing where he puts a phone, one of their phones, inside a glass bottle. Oh. And pretty cool. Not 
that amazing, but right, it takes you can do that. It takes for fucking ever. And Chris Angel the entire time is riffing and trying to do bits. Oh whoa. And he takes this girl's phone, it has a cat on it. He's all like, How do you turn this on? And he's like rubbing it against his dick oh, and whoa. doing like weird sexual innuendos. He said about five times, This is a family show. I can't say that. Oh, wow. <laughs> Damn. And the weirdest part. I don't, I, I love the show, but the weirdest part, he kept on being like, during this section, he was like, yeah, and then look at this, this glass bottle in my white hands. I'm just like, what? Jesus. Why did you say that? And then he's like, and then look, don't, don't worry about this white man with the camera filming. It's like, what are you talking about? Uh, and dog so, whistle, for so sure. like there are three of the women were black and a couple were white. Uh, and then he ended the trick being like hugging everyone and being like, uh, after, 20 minutes of terrible jokes, of terrible riffing. He's like, magic brings everyone together, uh, all races. <laughs> and so, uh, shout out to that. That's Chris wacky. Angel fixed racism by yeah. putting a phone into a glass tequila and, bottle. And wiping his dick on it, too. Yeah. That's yeah. really wacky. Yo, shout out Chris Angel. You are the um, listener of the week, for sure. Yeah. And the At one point, he put his head between two black people and said he was an Oreo. Oh, whoa. <laughs> That's for sure, and then, and then, and then he, yeah, and then he poured a bunch of milk into a newspaper, and um, that was pretty much it. So, um, shout out Chris Angel, maybe not shout out, um, but uh, so that fucking happens. Um, but I wanted to get to my chicken of the week, Noah, too. Good, please. Uh, um, Saturday night, a day after we got eloped, we went to a little place called Gordon Ramsay Burger. No, you don't say. Yeah. Gordon Ramsay Burger. And he's joining us on the podcast. Uh, thank Jacob, you. I saw you at the restaurant. You and your wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. Uh, Welcome to Gordon Ramsay Burger. <laughs> what you gonna get? Some chicken? That'd be crazy. So yeah, that's exactly what I did. Uh, my fiance got a burger like a normal person to try Gordon Ramsay burger, but I had to try. They were called Hellfire Wings. Hellfire Wings. Yes. Hellfire. <laughs> so I had to try the Hellfire Wings, and they were amazing. Uh, oh. They were so good, but Hellfire. Um, they were not very spicy at all, so that's know. kind of weird. But they had a great. Um, sauce to them. It was kind of spicy, but also really like grounded. I really recommend uh, these wings very much. Um, but yeah, it's kind of hilarious. I got wings at a burger place. So uh, fuck me. But that's what I do for the podcast, Noah. And we went to Gordon Ramsay Burger uh, the next day. And the night before, we went to Gordon Ramsay Steak which is we had reservations for steak and we ordered two beef wellingtons which Ooh. i don't know if you know noah the beef wellingtons are uh 89 each so uh i enjoyed this meal that was one fourth of that meal uh way more than, I, <laughs> okay. than the beef wellington uh that had a uh almost like it called p potato puree, but it was basically a cum shot of potatoes. Yeah. And I was like, for 89 bucks, you can't give us a side of mashed potatoes or something. It has to be like a designer. Uh, so I'm just not fit to be a rich person person yet, Noah. Uh, so those are the Hellfire Wings I got. 
they came in uh, like six or seven or something like that. Um, just a, it's pretty simple uh, wings, but uh, with, with they were great. Bone on? Are these fried? Yeah, they're traditional uh, fried wings. Yes, with bone on. Um, Little garnishment is that like? Um, there was some carrots carrot. and some blue cheese too. Uh, which I don't know if you're down with blue cheese. Never nah, down with blue cheese. Yes. And I know, of course, you're not down with blue no, cheese. No, not down with um, blue cheese. So this is the trip. By the way, sounds absolutely lovely. It yes. sounds you really, first of all, Gordon Ramsay, of course, um, pride of pride of England, um, pr- mm-hmm. pride of um, Great Britain, really, not just England, Great Britain, and also the United Kingdom, really all three. Yes. Um so it's good that you were able to patronize him so much. Yeah. Well, I'm not um, – I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but I am a huge Hell's Kitchen fan. I love Hell's Kitchen. I love Kitchen Nightmares. I am kind of out on his traveling show. That's mm. not what I watch him for. I want him to cook. I watched uh, a Next Level Chef, which is a brand-new reality show yeah. where they had three levels of a huge kitchen, and, and this shitty uh, minority comics had to cook on the bottom level. Yeah, um, of course. So that was a fun competition. Uh, do you, Yeah, are you a fan of the of Jimmy I mean, Rams? I, I, I certainly love his persona, and I love him as kind of um, an icon, but I, you know, I don't seek him out. I like the, you know, it's funny you say you don't like him traveling. You just like him cooking more. I, the first thing I thought is like Gordon Ramsay going through security. He's like, what? He's like, what? Right. Take out all my liquids and put them in a bag. You say, wait, what is this? What is this? You know? Yeah. Um, oh, take off my shoes. Bloody hell. Yeah. Is that, he sounds more like that, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? He says bloody hell. Yeah. He um, says bloody hell. I'm trying to find... Um, He's always talking about the queen. <laughs> yeah, I bet he is. They all fucking are, dude. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find reviews of the Hellfire Chicken um, at the thing. But um, have you ever been to, like... is it, Would you say this is the fanciest restaurant you've ever been to? Well, the Gordon Ramsay Steak was right, the night before. I, yeah, okay. yeah, that's by far the fanciest place I've been to. Really? Uh, we definitely want... And, and don't get me wrong, the beef inside the Beef Wellington was really great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Wellington. I was just kind of pissed about the sauce around it uh, and the other accoutrements uh, on the thing. So um, yeah, that's definitely the most, uh, most money I spent at a restaurant too. Ooh. You honestly would have a heart attack with how much Here's I spent thing. around the whole weekend. I, uh, if I was for, if I was getting married, I don't think I'd have a big deal, Jacob. Here's my thing. Yeah. I don't, I, God damn it. I hate this picture that's being painted of me, not just on this podcast, but maybe in the general kind of narrative at large mm-hmm. of me being some shysty, Penny pinching, you know, see you next Tuesday, who who knows what. But really, I think I'm a man of good deals, and I don't like needless spending, okay? okay so if go. we're going to Las Vegas, like, hey, let's go to Las Vegas on Saturday, okay? Mm-hmm. And let's go to Gordon Ramsay Steak. I'm like, heck no, fella. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. we got some stuff to do. Um, like, for instance, um, anything else. But... Um, I uh, I would definitely do it for occasion. I like to spend yeah. money for occasion and for things that matter, you know? Yeah. You remember? I don't know if you remember, Jacob, but you were getting married last week, and yes. um, the Wednesday before you left, um, I bought us all McDonald's. And, yes, um, you did. That was a big deal. Yeah, and that was your wedding gift you said to us. Well, no, uh, I said that 
I have to get you a wedding gift now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's 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 weird because um, I would have just taken that six dollar well, McDonald's I know, and then meal too. I started hearing what other people were getting you, and then I realized, well, I have to. This probably doesn't count. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but we'll figure it out. But uh, and you may be like, well, Jacob, that's probably the only wings you had. Uh, that's nope. what I was thinking because uh, I'm a dumb idiot. Yep, wrong. The next morning we went to a. Uh, Tom's Urban Diner. Uh, Las Vegas In staple. Las Vegas staple. And I had their wings. Their wings were more of a breaded uh, kind of Hooters type wing. Oh. Uh, not as good as the Gordon Ramsay ones, but also pretty solid and a great little pick-me-up uh, in the morning. Uh, when you're saying you went and ate chicken wings in the morning, now most people assume, I mean, morning is pre-noon. Now, what time are we talking Okay, here? we're talking like noon. Okay, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Right, So, kind of close, but, right. you know. I mean, I was I was thinking, gosh forbid, like <laughs> 9.30. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, I don't think anybody has done breakfast chicken wings. Have we no. talked about that? Ooh. I, that was nice. We haven't. Um, we um, could do that. We could do that. What would um, that entail, do you think? I think you may have to incorporate, gravy. yeah, some sort of gravy or a Spicy waffle, gravy. right? Um, some sort of waffle. You know, why? You always have to break waffle. Because no it's, it's, it's about the breakfast. Okay, but gravy would be the breakfast part. Not every breakfast has to be sweet, dude. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, so, Thank yeah, <laughs> we're, we're trying to find our breakfast hot wings. This is, um, by the way, review from... Um, yes, you found advisor. one? Yeah. yeah. Best hot wings ever. Never had those before. Good service, nice atmosphere, Better, um, you guys try this restaurant. So that's Gordon Ramsay Burger. Yeah. All right. From Gordon. Oh, there's also a Gordon Ramsay Pub and Grill. Is that the same thing? No, I think it's a different place. He has like four different All restaurants. In Las Vegas. Yeah, which is funny because on the way to this Gordon Ramsay Burger, Palace. yeah, on the way to Gordon Ramsay Burger, you have to pass a Bobby's Burger Palace oh. by Bobby Flay that is closed That's down. Funny. <laughs> that is closed down. Did so Bobby fuck Flay? you, Bobby Flay. Yeah. Um. So where was in the city of Las Vegas the Gordon Ramsay Burger and Gordon Ramsay Steak? So the Gordon Ramsay Steak was in if I'm Planet Hollywood, I think. Okay. Um, which also was home of Chris Angel Theater, and then. The Gordon Ramsay Burger was in, uh, nope, I got that mistake. Gordon Ramsay Burger is in Planet Hollywood. Gordon Ramsay Steak is in Paris, the one that looks like oh, Paris. Because we went to Gordon Ramsay Steak, and they had a big tunnel going into the restaurant. And the waitress is like, have you guys ever been here before? And we're like, no. And she's like, well, you just walked through the tunnel from Paris to England. And then I came all over myself. Yeah, and way. then Miriam's like, can you just get us, like, a table? Yeah, and then we're the only people ever to order two Cokes in there. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of some, like, um, waitress or server being like, oh, my God, have you guys been here before? And somebody being like, yeah, all the time. We're always coming here because we're locals. Yeah. <laughs> we're locals and we love the Strip. Mm -hmm. It's our favorite place. Or the other thing being like, we just come to Las Vegas all the time. Yeah. This is our favorite place. We come and spend 
400 or 500 dollars on a dinner for two every chance we get thank you so much we don't need the menu yeah it is funny every local like lyft or taxi person we yeah. used oh, hates it seems like they I hate can't, las vegas i they can't hate imagine the stuff um we went to the meow wolf down there right and a taxi or a lyft person picked us up and he's like you guys like it in there and we we're like yeah we, we loved it and he's like oh all the old people i pick up hate it yeah <laughs> and i was like yeah all right i would um I would like to go to Las Vegas um, to do the adult things because um, when I was there, it was mostly just like Chuck E. Cheese's and David Buster's that I could go to. Yeah. But I would like to do it. Like, I'd like to go during like uh, like um, Summer League would be fun or we like some sort of event and then do things like surrounded around that. But I mean, I'm not into the gambling. I'm not really into the partying. Not that I'm not into those things because you know I am, brother. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like go and find good chicken places. I bet there's a bunch of good chicken, uh, or, or I don't know. There I made is. That up. There was a lot of chicken places. Um, I don't know if we've decided that if eggs count or not either. No, we have to have an episode about. But that, I, we did go to a place called Egg Slut in oh, the Cosmopolitan, yeah. which is pretty famous, I think. Okay. Uh, great eggs, and I don't love eggs. Um, oh, is so, that true? Yeah, that is true. And, what, and what makes great eggs? Because I recently, during the pandemic, I used to never eat eggs, ever. Yeah. And during the pandemic, when um, there wasn't food, you know, and we were all having to kind of eat family members and stuff, I started eating eggs because I didn't want to do that. Right. Um, and I love eggs now. I just eat eggs all the time. That's awesome. I I don't know. I've only been good at like scrambled eggs okay. mostly, but this is the first like over easy egg because it, it was a uh, bacon, egg and cheese sandwich. Oh, so it already wow. had like an easy thing on there. And I was like, you know what? This is like their main sandwich. Let me just let it go and, and let it rip. So um, I did get that um, friend of the program, Nick Holmbly. Uh, got a, a, a chicken uh, or a egg sandwich as well. Yeah. You know, if you were a real yes. friend of his, you'd know that the L is silent, and it's actually Nick Holmby. Yes. Uh, uh, excuse me. Nick didn't he just take? Oh, didn't he just take a bunch of pictures of you Nick and your Holmby. wife or something? Yes. Yes. We hired him to be our friend for a day and take our pictures. <laughs> and then the other day, you hired him for nothing. Right? Yes. Just to hang. Just to hang. Um. Um, yeah, we do need to do an egg episode because that's kind of a very interesting chicken before the egg kind of thing. Kind yeah. of the ultimate existential it question. Is, it is very existential. Uh, existential, if you mm, will. Uh-huh. Not trying to so. be a little egg slut. Yeah. All you egg whores out so there. So egg slut only serves eggs? Yeah, but you like have to I be don't... a slut. Oh, yeah. So that's why we got in pretty well. Sure. Yeah. That's why you got in. Yeah, me and Nick. Not my wife. She's yeah. never been touched. Yeah. Okay. Weird. My wife. Yeah, that was oh, my weird. God, Borat. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember. That <laughs> <laughs> ruled. It was pretty funny. Noah, the, um, we stayed at the MGM Grand. Yeah. Uh, not to shout out a different Lions. betting uh, apparatus than DraftKings. Why even mention it? Uh, but Why just not to do that. Um, but we did stay, stay there, and the um, Grammys were there on that Sunday. Oh, no fucking way. So there was like cool. a general buzz of famous people around. That's super buzzy. And uh, we didn't spot anyone's particular, but you could feel that they were there. They were Certainly there at the they hotel. Were. 
or they were coming in the day after you left. <laughs> yeah, either one. So uh, oh, you left on Sunday. Yeah, oh, we did. They we were did, there then. Dude. We did try to hang out on Sunday. It was super packed though. Yeah. They were already getting going, uh, trying to do their thing. Damn. So shout out to the Grammys. I don't know, is that the first time they've had them in Las Vegas? Yeah, they, they usually have them in LA. Los Angeles, yeah. the city of tinsel. They yeah, call it. the city of tinsel. Um, um, yeah, you could tell there was people wearing suits and stuff, taking pictures in front of the like fake awards they had. Yeah. And uh, they were like, you could tell they're like Norwegian producers or something. Like they're just all Stupid like. Stupid dead mouse. Yeah, like, dead mouse Diplo, in particular. Didn't Diplo die? Yeah, Diplo. Um, rest in peace, Diplo. Yeah. Uh, Did, real um, brushing low to the. Was there a reason you guys, um, changing the topic, you guys. Yes. Um, uh, um, su- seeked out, sucked out. Probably not sucked out. Sook out. Um, is there a reason you guys went to Tom's Urban? Is that like a place you guys like yeah, previously? So okay. It is a place Miriam liked. Uh, she liked it. The one in Denver yes. um, before Where it closed down. Yes. yes. So, yeah, it was just a little bit of familiarity after doing a bunch of new restaurants. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I feel a little bit of judgment in that question. But No, yes. it wasn't. It really wasn't. Um, but and then I knew I had to try to get some wings again <laughs> so that I could talk about something on the podcast. In case somebody didn't eat In case eat somebody didn't any eat any other chicken. chicken this yes. week. It'd be weird if that happened. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I would rephrase it. If, if I were to ask that question with judgment, it would be like this. Now... Did you guys choose to go to Tom Durbin? Is that like a choice? Okay, good. Uh, I've been recording for a while now, and it was not recording actually on the pod. So this has just been a good microcosm of what's going on with my life and the Denver Nuggets. Uh, Anyway, Noah, um, do you have any more thoughts about uh, Vegas chicken? Uh, I had great wings at Gordon Ramsay Burger. Um, We had to interrupt that to watch the second half of the Nuggets and Spurs game which ended in terrible fashion. Uh, do you have any more thoughts about <laughs> Vegas chicken? No. Um, no more thoughts about Vegas chicken. I can't wait to go to Las Vegas with you, um, get some chicken strippers or some chicken hey. strips. Very silly, just funny yep. stuff. On, um, on the Vegas chicken strip. Oh, oh damn it. That's what it should have been. That was fun. Um, the, very, the, Las, the Las Vegas chicken strip. Um, no, dude, it sounded very fun. I didn't eat any chicken this week. Um um, congratulations to you. I can't wait for you to come to my bachelor party. And um, I kind of think that's it. Cool, cool. Uh, well, shout out to uh, Gordon Ramsay. Shout out to Las Vegas. Shout out to my fiance. Uh, and shout out to the Basketball Podcast Network, uh, where brings you our great, great yeah. insights every yeah. week. Um, and what do you got over there, well, Noah? I, Jacob, and this is apropos of nothing, essentially, but um, I don't know if you knew this, but the NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. Um, and as the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big two. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump uh, in the win column for your team means free bets for you. That's insane. Hockey fans. Um, 
If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. And I don't know what they do in Canada, because that's um, not the U.S. Mm-mm. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. Whoa. Fantasy hockey, everyone's favorite fantasy sport. Mm-hmm. DraftKings is giving um, all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. I'm going to deposit this on your face. <laughs> or all over your back. Yep. Um, that's what it says. And this is the call to action, of course. Um, call to action. Yes. Bum, 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 bum. Um, so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, the Hockey Podcast Network. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 plus restrictions apply. Um, and um, this is also the next stuff. Um, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537 in Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Wyoming, 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, that's 1-800-522-4700, Colorado, New Hampshire, 888-789-777, slash visit HH. T, uh, whatever, it's just slat, visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-877-770-STOP, um, that's 7867-Louisiana, 8778-HOPE-NY, slash text HOPE-NY, 467-69 in New York, Visit opgr.org, and that's Oregon, and call slash text Texas, uh, excuse me, fucking call slash text Tennessee ten Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789, that's Tennessee, or 1-800, uh, no, sorry, <laughs> or 1-888-532-3500 in Virginia. Okay, now, 21 and up. Um, in 18 and up in New Hampshire or Wyoming, physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, Michigan, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, <laughs> Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility, eligibility fucking restrictions apply. See DraftKingsSportsbook.com for details. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I think I think they're I think they're like <laughs> never mind. Yeah, they're trying to phase us out. Yeah, that's, so what lore, that's what it is. Anyway, numbers. shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook and the Hockey Podcast Network. I was, Hockey is just one um one level below fucking NASCAR. You're all a bunch of rednecks. Yeah. Go ahead. I was in uh Vegas uh and I wanted to bet on the Nuggets against the T Wolves game. Sure. But uh, they were favored, so I had to like parlay it with some other teams. Okay. Uh, I got all three of the parlays oh, wrong. Oh no. So, uh, wrong. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, I'm so sorry. not even what were they? Uh, I, I got the Nuggets. Well, another weird thing, you can't take the Nuggets and, like, Jokic points, yeah. which is weird. I didn't know you can it's take It's the same game parlay. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, that's on the apps and stuff, but not uh, at the actual sports book that I was uh, at. I see, I see. Uh, but I, I think I took the uh, the Nuggets, um, the Pelicans over the Lakers. That one did win, wow, but yeah. uh, it doesn't yeah, matter because right. the Nuggets lost. And then I took um, whoever was playing the Spurs had to lose by 13, <laughs> nice. and they lost by 27. Nice. So uh, I think I was like the Thunder or something. I was like, they can't lose by that much. They could definitely can't nice. lose by that much. Um, well. Well, that's our sojourn into gambling, and um, that is that's our, our our little bit into gambling, Noah. Um, so we just watched the Denver Nuggets lose their third to last game against the San Antonio Spurs. Since we last talked, the Nuggets won a game against the Indiana Pacers, um, where it could have been the worst loss of the season of any team of any NBA team in the season. And probably. then uh, the Nuggets in the biggest game of the season could not beat the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Didn't get blown out or anything, but uh, just not enough there at home. Outplayed. Uh, and then the Nuggets. I would say barely beat the Los Angeles Lakers in L.A. against no LeBron and Anthony Davis on one foot. And then, of course, the Nuggets lost to San Antonio Spurs, who you can argue the Spurs have more to play for, but Nuggets still uh, have the threat of the playing game. So how do you feel about the Nuggets right now? I know this might be the lowest spot. Mm-hmm. That we've recorded in a while, maybe. Even though I think I've said that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That uh, we were the most pessimistic then. Yeah, after the Celtics game, it felt yes, like we were the in the lowest spot. And yes. then, um, let me see, I'm looking on the calendar. That was about almost and a then, month ago. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, we lost to Phoenix right after that. And then we won three in a row. Yeah, dude, I don't know. This kind of feels exactly like how the season's been going. Where we'll have, like, a little bit of a win streak and then lose really pivotal games and then win a little bit and then lose a little bit. Um, now, we're here, two games left in the season. Um, the last three teams we've been playing, um, Minnesota, L.A., San Antonio, needed to win yes. every single – I mean, and by the way, we also needed to win every single game. Yes. Um, additionally, we've needed Minnesota and Utah to lose their games too. Less so Utah. Utah's kind of been um, their own – problem but a little bit of a mess but getting in their own way but um uh, things have been working out and uh, oh wow okay sorry we were i was just looking at the utah memphis score we are and it is tied at the end of the end of regulation but um i am here's the thing um i am frustrated with the way the nuggets have been playing but like you know should we be surprised that these teams are like playing, you know, extremely good basketball at the very tail end of the season when they're they're not tanking team? I mean, the Pacers, that's kind of an inexplicable game. I don't really know what happened there. We were scored forty three points in the first quarter, and then, um, you know, coming out of halftime, totally kind of. Um, Shat the bed. Um, yeah, yeah. Nuggets haven't been able to keep leads like that for a couple of years now. So yeah, it's weird. You know, you look at like the Celtics, who are um, just dicking on everybody in the East, and did the same to us, where they're beating people by thir- you know twenty and thirty points, but they're also keeping that lead throughout the game. That's something that the Nuggets, this organization, hasn't been able to do. Like we can win and we can chuck out wins, but. Um, we don't have that, like, oh, we're going into the fourth up 
25. You know, no. that's just something that doesn't happen. And I think that's part of the reason that so many Nuggets fans are on edge all the time and are always stressed. Um, and then that also goes to just like, you know, the ups and downs of the season, three wins in a row, you know, five losses in a row. And, and, and I mean, you just look at the schedule and I mean, that reflects the way that it's been going. Um, Lakers win was big, even though there was no LeBron. AD actually played well, despite yeah. the fact he had like, he had like eight incredible minutes and then was on the sideline with no shoe. I was like, well, that's what you get. You get an all-star <laughs> for eight minutes. And then um, also Westbrook played like really well. Yeah. Like the first kind of real Westbrook Lakers game I've seen. Yeah. He was definitely the only one out there being like they needed that win for, for sure. sure. I mean, AD was kind of out there like yeah. that too, but yeah. Um, and actually, I mean, to be fair, you know, Melo hit a few just like yeah. um, post shots were kind of um, vintage mellow man. Um, that game, yeah, with no LeBron and with a, a hurt AD should have been less close than it was. Um, and in LA too, you know, it's, it's always a, a important win. Um, and if, you know, the more we can push him out of the plane is big because fuck the Lakers. Yeah. All right. So overall grand scheme of things, the Denver Nuggets, they're, um, they have two more games after this loss to the mm-hmm. Spurs. Uh, luckily, the Minnesota Timberwolves lost their game tonight, which equally makes the Spurs loss frustrating because Nuggets could have clinched a actual playoff berth. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Nuggets uh, playing uh, number or magic number is one now with the game against Memphis and then the Lakers again. Um, the Lakers game, they might have nothing to play for. Uh, ironically, the Spurs win, and if the Lakers lose the Suns right now, they're playing, will kick out the, uh, the Lakers. That's on TNT, correct? Yeah, and the Spurs will be in. So um, Lakers might not have anything to play for oh, so, at the end of the year. So the Lakers will be out of, could be out of the playoffs by the end of this evening. Yes. Totally. Yep. Oh, that's yep. yummy, yummy. Yeah, Feed so, me some more of that. So there's weird positives in this game that was frustrating. That's like a huge positive. The only thing that, like, the Nuggets are just luring into this play at spot again. So another weird pot. I hate to be overly positive when it seems like the Nuggets have no momentum whatsoever and it probably doesn't even matter grand scheme of things. Yeah. But Nuggets right now are tied with the Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz are going into overtime um, for the fifth seed. Utah Jazz has the tiebreakers. Nuggets are going to lose every tiebreaker right, to which everyone. Is- Weird. I mean, yeah. Yeah, because their uh, division uh, or their conference record is not good. Right. Uh, so the Nuggets looking like they're either going to be the sixth seed or the play-in. So that, though, is a positive. Because if the Nuggets were the sixth seed, they match up with the Golden State Warriors first round, and they stay on the opposite side of the bracket with the Suns. Now, this is probably too far ahead because no, if the Nuggets good. play defense like this, it probably doesn't matter no matter what. Uh, but Nuggets have had good games against the Warriors this season. Three and one. Yes. Steph has ramped up some stuff, but... Um, if 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 you want the Warriors, maybe right away is the way to go. So it's a positive the Nuggets are going to stay in this sixth spot. 
But if the if the Nuggets lose their last two games and the Timberwolves win their last two games, then the Nuggets are in the play-in against the Clippers, who have uh, possibly a returning Kawhi Leonard as well as a new Paul George. So that's scary. Um, but then the Nuggets would have to, again, lose two play-in games to get out of the playoffs. Right. So which would be a... Um, it is a scary collapse. I don't think it's totally out of the picture, though. Well, we're talking about losing. Well, that would we're be talking losing about four games right, in a row. Exactly, we're talking about five, including right, the Spurs right, game. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean the fact that I don't the fact that you put it all out there means that it's very reasonable. So that's a bummer. But yeah, I think. Well, first of all, I I think I, I the Spurs. You're totally right. I mean, this Spurs game kind of in that whole grand scheme of things is a real bummer because I put could have really put all of that to bed. Um, um, but all right, let's just say, um, for I'm sorry, I'm trying to go through all the different things. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm not worried about the Clippers. God forbid we. Um, I'm not worried about a. Um, one game playing. Say yeah. again? One game playing against the Clippers. Well, yeah, who we, by the way, we've beaten um, We've beaten a Kawhi and Paul George, you know, that have a Clippers with both of them in a seven-game series. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude, I I think it would, ha- it would, I mean, that would be an incredible collapse, I would have to say, especially from not only, like, from now, the Spurs game, but from, like, you know, from the last few games of the season, it would have to be incredible. Yeah. Plus, we would also have to see, you know, um, all the other teams kind of have to, all the other pieces work not in our way either. Yeah. On the flip end of that, the Utah Jazz might also lose tonight. Right. Um, Nuggets, uh, Utah still controls their own destiny, even if they do lose because the Nuggets lost. So, so that it's still on the table. The Nuggets get a five spot. Against With, the Dallas Mavericks. Right, so that was going to be my question. We could get the... I mean, if Utah keeps losing and, you know, yes. everybody hates each other on that team. They all they all hate each other. Um, if they keep losing, we could get into the five spot without having to worry about the head-to-head. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of another funny thing. As bad as it seems for the Nuggets right now, Utah is in a much worse so position. Worse. Yeah. Because uh, they might also lose this overtime game at the worst time of their season, which seems like a backbreaker. Um, overall. Well, totally. And then, I mean, their fans who are a bunch of, you know, Mormon cucks, (laughs) I mean, they're also thinking about just the end of the the organization at large. You know, what's going to happen with Donovan Mitchell and also who gives a fuck and Rudy Gar... I mean, that that whole organization is dead, is gone after this season as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And, you know, for the past four years, three or four years all those fucking assholes in Salt Lake City have been bitch moaning and complaining about how great of a regular season team they are yeah. and um, they can't figure it out chemistry wise I'm god I can't imagine being a, a jazz fan but yeah dude you're absolutely right they're in a way worse position at the very least god forbid god forbid the nuggets you know make it or drop to the play in or can't even make it out of the play in tournament we have great 
next season is yeah. basically what everybody next season was what everybody was looking forward to at the beginning of the season. Yeah. The Jazz done, dude. Yeah. It's it's a rebuild next year for them. Yeah. Well um, Nuggets are yeah, in a position like that. They just extended them alone. Uh, yeah. Jazz will probably get rid of uh, uh the the vampire they yeah. have coaching the team. Yeah, um, and then that other um, who I think guy. is also a a good coach. He is a good and, coach. And I think uh I like him wherever he yeah, goes now. <laughs> yeah, and I think like uh it's definitely not his fault that like Mitchell and Gobert don't like each other probably. Well, and it's also not his fault that he coaches the least likable NBA yeah. uh, team in the well, that's Yeah. Maybe so, not quite it, but So I don't know. So grand scheme of things though from the past month of games, the Nuggets haven't had any intensity defensively. No. Probably. So I don't even think – so this is another uh, – I don't even think this really matters, honestly. Because um, these mat- – like worrying about matchups and stuff, as long as they're not in the play-in, I think they're going to have a rough time with anybody, um, honestly. But there's also people overhype the last month going in the playoffs a lot. Sure. Like, I don't think the momentum carries over. It's so different. Well, it slows down so much in the playoffs. Yeah. And, I mean, people go so quickly, too, from, oh, it's the dog days of basketball to now every game is a must win. You know, we're, like, two weeks left in the season to the last week. And, like, the narrative changes so quickly. And then you shorten your rotation, too. Mm -hmm. So you're not having a a lot of maybe Forbes time. I mean, it matters who's healthy now. Um, Jeff Green missed a couple days for personal reasons at this point. It's seeming Um, like that might be a long-term thing, which could... Yeah. be an issue if we can't get Jeff very much uh, Jeff Green veteran hasn't been like killing it defensively but uh, also knows what to do and they remember a playoff game last year it was pretty much Kevin Durant and Jeff Green totally. hitting threes in the corner well, and you also uh, I mean you just talk about like intensity like I mean in the on the offensive end and like you know getting buckets in the paint and shit like that I mean Jeff yeah. Jeff has kind of been revitalized in a lot of ways this season yeah um, and yeah totally vet veteran presence and that's a huge huge miss if yeah. that's going to be a long-term thing so that's a even more important if we get like a jamal and yeah Jay back so my list of concerns the top please is perimeter defense um yeah. they nuggets get beat by everyone everyone is going past pat bev was going, running past monte and will barton yeah and i don't want to like single out monte because it's been like everyone sure even the one defensive guy i've trust in aaron gordon has been getting beat on the perimeter pretty well mm-hmm. he's aaron gordon's really good on like one-on-one slower players which is kind of what i can enjoy slow down the play yeah. with them which is kind of why I think him against Luca isn't the worst thing ever for a series. Um, well, Luca, I mean, Luca's kind of like Jokic in the sense where he, I mean, he controls the pace. Yeah. Absolutely, his speed. So if, yeah, I mean, him and him and Gordon are are a good matchup. I think. Yeah. So kind well, of the same size too, sort of. Yeah. Right? So that's why I think it, it actually works out pretty okay. Um, but I don't know, man. I This has been a weird month. Um, their wins have not been convincing against bad teams, honestly. No, no. Um, and the losses against teams that just kind of out-effort them, which is concerning. Um, but, again, I keep on thinking, like, well, they get a little bit of break, hopefully. And then it's just, like, it's so much to ask if Jamal comes back to be, like, Jamal... 
love him not a lockdown defender either no, no. you know like so that's like asking no he, he wouldn't be coming back on for a, yeah, his defense no so and by the, the way neither would mpj no in fact he would be coming back in spite of his yes defense. so that would be the new strategy would be to outscore teams that they can't stop at all well, so that is not a bad strategy no i mean it might be better than you get revamping a whole defense that nobody's buying into I mean, right it now. is it is just insane i mean you just you have to just really step back from just an objective point of view you have mp you have jamal who was scoring what 25 26 a game last year mm-hmm MPJ, who is scoring, what, 20 and 25 and also shooting 46% from three. You literally just add those guys into this roster. This is over. We're, I mean, we're right up there with the Spurs. These games are, I mean, we talk about the Nuggets not blowing out teams. You add two guys that are scoring each, you know, over 20 points a game. It, I mean, it's over. This yeah. is a, the, the Nuggets are a different organization, a totally different team. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably be crying about this until uh, forever because he's no longer on the team. Yeah. But P.J. Dozier's injury, too. Yeah, yeah. He was supposed to be a defensive glue guy totally. to play the closed games. Now it's like Austin Rivers has to be this perimeter defender. And I swear to God, this is going to be another playoffs of just people shooting threes over Austin Rivers. And him getting in foul trouble, and too. And he's had, he's had a solid season for yeah. Austin Rivers' sake. and But I'm just like, can see it now. Uh, just the Clay Thompson explosion over mm. Austin Rivers in a third quarter or something. Mm. You know, so there's all these bugaboos that are coming up that Ooh, are going to be... I don't think you can say that word these oh, days. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. All these kerfuffle fucks uh, <laughs> there you go. are coming up that are just going to comp- compound in the playoffs. So we'll see, man. Jokic seems tired. I mean, he scored 41 points, but this last fourth quarter, tired he didn't have it in him. Piss though, too. He seems like he's had it kind of up to here with like everybody else not doing um what he's doing which is any sort of amount of effort Um, and to be fair since we talked about the celtics loss i think aaron gordon's been very good since oh yeah um and he really has kind of been good all year that was a really bad game um yeah he's had a couple bad games here and there i mean that's why he's you know, considered like the third or fourth best player on the team right now. Um, so I'm, I'm, I don't know, man. I mean, I think if there was ever a time to announce that Jamal Murray will be playing, like the Nuggets need this morale boost, even yeah. if he is not fully ready and you're putting him on like a minutes restriction off the bench. Yeah. You know how like pumped the team would, would be? I would do it for the last home game against yeah. the Lakers and it, it fucking shut up all those yellow and purple fuckheads. Um, I mean, that would be hype. Yeah. I agree with you, dude. Yeah. I totally agree with you. So um, I, it, and, and over the weekend he's ramped up. It seems like his pregame stuff mm-hmm. seems a lot more physical. He's like talking shit, mm-hmm. which seems to be like a turning point a little bit. Like he seems to be a little more into it mentally, which I guess was the biggest hurdle, which, Kind of hard to believe a little bit. Yeah. So there's does, been all this shit about the injuries. Does, I can't even like take them seriously. The fact that the both time. of them are traveling with the team and are sitting with them, these, I mean, for many weeks now, I mean, I, I am not, I don't know how often I'm noticing it or if I'm just noticing when they're there, but 
I mean, if guys, if you made the point, I mean, they haven't shut them down. They haven't made the announcement they're shutting them down. They've already, you know, they've made that announcement about a few guys. Lonzo and the Bulls um, has been done. I mean, um, a few high-profile people on some teams. But does the fact that they're with those guys on on the bench, and, I mean, is that just real moral support? Is that an optics thing? Is that the Nuggets showing people like, hey, I mean, these guys aren't in braces and cast up, or is it is it more substantial, do you think? Is it like, I mean, these guys are this close, you know? I think it's more substantial. Okay. Uh, just from the way they're working out. Because KD was, and, I mean, obviously KD yeah. and Steph and Clay, those guys, you know, I mean, they had year-long rehabs, but Jamal has been on the sidelines as much as I've seen a, yeah. a guy go through I mean, he doesn't fucking have to be there, dude. No, he doesn't. That's awesome. I mean, it's partly good for just like, yeah, culture or whatever. But yeah, I do think because there was a little bit of rumblings of people hoping that they would be like upgraded to questionable soon. Well, and then there's the whole two or three weeks ago going to the G League, going to the gold and then practicing. Yeah. Put cold water on that in like, you know, a day. That was nothing. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I, I feel like they don't know. I, I think, just it is cool to see. Yeah, and I, I and I I just think morale boost, you know, you get Jamal back, maybe you have a little bit of effort on defense after a little bit of a jolt. But I don't know, with two games left, maybe we're looking at in the playoffs, but that's a lot to ask of a returning Jamal Murray. But who knows? If there's anyone who could get inserted into an offense, a Nikola Jokic-led offense, um, I think it'll be fine. I, I remember the first couple games with Aaron Gordon, right? Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, and, dude. And Jokic, they didn't practice no. or anything. He just started he, in fact, they messing with Jokic. Beat, yeah. They beat the Magic like two, mm-hmm. you know, a week or two before he got traded. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, man. We're going to really see how these seedings end up. We're going to do a special episode previewing the playoffs. Hopefully, we're not doing a play-in preview, um, but that remains to be seen. So, Thursday night against Memphis, and then Sunday against Lakers is all this season has left. Um, boy, uh, are my arms tired. The Jazz won against the Grizzlies in overtime, so that means the Nuggets are securely in the sixth seed, right above the play-in tournament, two games above the Timberwolves. So they are a half game behind the Jazz now in the fifth seed. So uh, they also, the Jazz, clinched playoff berth. If they t- tied with the Timberwolves, I think... Um, they own the tiebreaker, so they're out of the play-in. So the play-in's either going to be the Timberwolves or the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. So this does, this does look a little bit. Yeah, this looks a little bit um, foggier. A little worse. Foggier um, than I actually was thinking of at at the very beginning of this podcast. I thought you were high and drunk, but all of a sudden, things are kind of falling into place where um, they're a little bit dimmer. <laughs> yep. A little bit dimmer. But uh, you know what? Hey, this yeah. has been a great season. I think we can all agree. Um, we still have a potential MVP, I would say. Very potential. I think that's going to come down to the last game. Still when the does betting, that happen? Still that hap- the betting odds favorite. It happens before the playoffs. They vote at the end of the season. Um If Nuggets are in the play-in, I think that's oh, a hard yeah, bot. That's a hard... That's, that would be the thing so now that's why that's a big yes deal too. so um yes so big deal um honestly 
if if Jokic got another MVP and doesn't win a couple rounds this season, it's going to be pretty rough. He's going to get like the Giannis, he hasn't won anything treatment, or the LeBron, he hasn't won anything treatment. Yeah. So honestly, I'm like kind of chill if it goes to someone else interesting even though it'd be cool back-to-back mvps he definitely deserves it it'd be go ahead um but i think also it's hard to say Giannis doesn't deserve it too i'm not on the mb train at all but that's just me um yeah i mean any round any playoff when he gets in addition to an mvp is just going to be that minus Jamal and it's just going to be the MVP plus the more work he's going to have to do without I don't know it's going to be incredible yeah. I'm um I'm glad that you're so in love with Giannis that you want to kiss him on the lips now yes, and you I think do. he's the best well I hate to be this might be our most negative podcast yet but this I was been, the best I was happy Noah's the best he was happy do you have anything you want to plug no all right me neither okay. uh listen to the podcast follow us on Twitter or Instagram or some shit I don't know all right we'll talk to you later thanks everyone the playoffs bye bye <laughs>